listeners and welcome to episode 71 of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. I am your titular host, Stacey, and joining me in the not real comfort of my kitchen, these chairs are pretty terrible, is my lovely husband and person who was on an episode not long ago but oh well, Richard Taylor. Hello. Hello, Rich. The mic is nearer you, I've just noticed this. I'm going to push it. Oh, that probably registered on the mic. That's all right. Is that better? Yeah. I already apologise. No one wants to hear me twice in two months. (laughs) It wasn't even two months, I don't think, because I'm pretty sure the last episode I did was a special extra one because of Spider-Man's. So... Oh, yeah, it's still two months because you released a monthly. Yeah, so you would have been last month, the end of last month. I didn't say... So it's a month. No, it's still two months. It was June and it's (laughs) July. I didn't say within a two-month gap. All right. Shut it. Sorry. But don't shut it because you're my lovely co-host guest person. Thanks. How you doing, Rich? I'm all right. I'm a bit wet. It rained quite hard. Did we phrase it? On us. <laughs> That's why I decided to dive in there and say that it rained quite hard on our way back from the cinema. Do you want to segue into while we're at the cinema? I guess so, because you don't seem to want to do any small talk. So. Well, I'm damp as well on the way back from the cinema. <laughs> Hey, Rich. Uella Cinematech. Is that what it is? Is it Cinematech? I, d- I don't, actually, I don't know. I think it's a cinema. I think French I think, for cinema is cinema. I think it might be cinema. Le Cinema. I think cinema is French le to start cinema. with. Cinema. English yeah, is pictures. The movies. Uh, the flicks. Hey, what were we doing at the cinema, Rich? I drank a double espresso over ice. I ate a muffin. Um, I smuggled it in as well. It wasn't even a cinema muffin. <laughs> <laughs> I got angry at someone rustling sweets. Yep, I got angry at somebody who walked in 30 minutes yep. into the film, which was technically nearly an hour late for I when I think it, it was 40 minutes in. It was That's nearly shocking. halfway through the film. Why would you even bother at that point? I don't know. I don't know either. So yeah, that was our cinema visit. Next topic. Yeah, it was good. Ne- next <laughs> song. Uh, no. Um, did, so we went to see Dunkirk, didn't we, Rich? We did go to see Dunkirk. Do we want to spoil? Or no, do we, because let's not it's spoil very Dunkirk, new. because it's very easy to talk about without spoiling. Mostly because it's a true yeah, event. Yeah. Not a true story, it's a true event. It's, it's the rule, In case you don't know, because you're thick or something. Um, <laughs> it's Chris Nolan's new movie, and Chris Nolan is my favourite filmmaker of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. What? Why didn't I know that? I have no idea. I feel like I should have known Who that. did you think it was? I don't know. I don't know filmmakers, really. And the only ones I can think of, I'm pretty sure, aren't your favourites. So. Who? Like, Steven Spielberg. No. He's not your favourite. Not even up there. Um, D- Michelle Gondry. He used like to be up there, but his last couple of films have been a bit shit. Okay. That other guy. There you go. Who? I don't know. Patty Jenkins. I remember her, because she's a lady, and she'd done a Wonder Woman, and it was good. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's one of my favourite filmmakers. She made two films ever. I was going to say, I don't think I've seen the other one. What was Monster. the other one? Yeah, no, I haven't seen Monster's it. Monster's decent, but I've it's seen, not a pleasant film. Yeah, I've seen maybe like two minutes of it, and I was like, this seems grim. Yeah. So I stopped. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of grim. Dunkirk <laughs> is based on what happened in Dunkirk in the Second World War in 19... I want to say 1940. It was very... It's not the end of the war by any means. Days, um, where the Germans have kind of entirely blocked the French and English armies into a very small town called Dunkirk. And the film is about the English army in Dunkirk. A lot of reviews are spoiling the way the story is told, which I don't think we should do. No, I concur. But it is about people on the beach. It isn't about people on the sea. And it is about people in the air. Yes. Um, There's not really one... There's main protagonist, 
Yeah, I, th- one. I think it's just the army, isn't it? The yeah. whole everybody's. And there's a couple of usual suspects in there from Chris Nolan, um, Tom Hardy, and Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on called John Nolan's in there as well for a bit. Is he? Who is he? I'm again not spoiling that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot the main young soldier's name. It's like Fionn Edwards or Fionn Phillips. Or Does something. he have a double barreled surname? Didn't think so. I thought he did. I don't know why. Um, and then. I've made that up. Possibly the most famous person in this is Harry Styles, but he's not really in it much, and he's good at what he does. He's his turn up and look sad. I'd say. He doesn't seem like you're watching a pop star in a film, like no. when you're watching Rihanna in Battleship or... Madonna in anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will agree with you on that one, and I will say that I don't think he was in any way, like, terrible or sore thumbish. But I do think he was the weakest link. That's not to say he was bad. It's just to say that's that everyone acceptable. else was bringing their fucking A game. And he was a little bit like, I could have taken or left him. Theon Whitehead plays Tommy. That's not double barrels. No. no. And it's not, it's not Edwards or Phillips. It's not Edwards or Phillips. I don't know where that was from. <laughs> We're good at this. Um, did I say Kenneth Branagh's in it? No, you didn't. Kenneth Branagh's in it. Kenneth and Branagh's in it. James Darcy? No. The guy from Agent Carter. Jarvis? Jarvis. From Agent Carter? Yes, it is James Darcy. James Darcy, isn't it? Um, I love him. But it's... He's so British. It's a war film where you never see any Germans, really. It's not about them. Mm -hmm. It's... The tagline to the movie says what it's about, doesn't it? Really. You've seen the... The tagline says it's not about the Germans. No, it, it says... I don't, I don't know if I want to say it now, but it's the been in all the trailers. It's on the poster. It's when it says, like, look, what was it, 400,000 hmm. men, you know, Again, couldn't about, get home. It's home about the true story of, mm-hmm. of Dunkirk. Um, oh, and Mark Ryland is in it as well. He's a very good actor. Mark Ryland. What do I know him from? Bridge of Spies? You think Bridge of Spies? No, I've never seen Bridge of Spies. <sighs> he won an Oscar for Bridge of Spies. I've not seen it. Okay. What's that about? Spies. Spies on the bridge. bridge. Yep. <laughs> cool. It's got thanks in it. Thanks. 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 T. Hanks. Oh. <laughs> um, thanks. Who calls him thanks? You did just now. Yeah. We always say T. Hanks giving in November. Have you not no, I've never noticed no. that. Who says that? Like me and other idiots that we know. Like oh, put okay. on Facebook a picture of Tom Hanks and put T. Hanks giving. Oh. And everybody hates us. I've obviously just blank that from my memory because yeah. it's such a terrible joke. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's probably my top ten films of all time. Ooh. Straight to the, the, the thing. bold words. Yeah. Well, I think it's my favourite Nolan film and he made The Dark Knight, so it has to be a very highly yeah. rated film. It's insanely well made. Like, yeah. Again. It's beautiful. I forgot it, for a his movie. cinematographer's name, but it's he's something like Hoyt Van Hoyten. It's a very... It's not Hoyt Van Hoyten. Look it up. I'm going to look, look it up. Rich nerd, look it's it Wally up. Wally Fist obviously left with The Dark Knight Rises. And if I'm 9% sure it's Hoyt Van Hoyten, who also did Interstellar. Cinematographer, Hoyt Van Hoytema. Oh, wow. What a name. Um, and it's insanely well shot for, yes. for that purpose. Yeah. And he's Hans Zimmer again, isn't it? it yeah, and it's um, very, it's it's very Hans Zimmer. Soundtrack. It's so the the soundtrack I would say is almost oppressively intense mm-hmm. in parts, which we, is we saw immediately it in effective as well. Which yeah, not in a four DX way, but does shake your seats and make you realise oh, yeah, what you're booming. listening to. It's really booming, and the like gunshots and bombs and all that sort of stuff are fucking nightmarish. The thing I will say about it for a, for a Nolan movie is that it's um. It's one of his shortest, you said, isn't it? It is his shortest proper film. Because I think that's actually done him a massive favour. 
because as much as I really love like the Dark Knight and stuff, and I love Batman Begins as well. Like, Dark Knight oh, Rises is average. They're all a little bit on the fatty side. Like they could have trimmed it it's a teeny the bit. Biggest problem with Interstellar was when I thought he'd made a oh, very long film just because he could. Whereas I feel now he made that film because he thought he made the film that length because he thought that's what it needed. Yeah. Because he's realised this is what this film needs, and it's it's just over an hour and a half, which is short for blockbusters nowadays. Yeah, it you is know, no Marvel films are that short, and it doesn't miss anything from from being that that length. And it's Chris Nolan. See it in IMAX as well, because yeah. I did see a big thing the other day about how much picture you lose seeing it in any of the format. I and will if probably, you can get to the BFI IMAX, that's the way to see it. I will probably end up going to see it with my mum in a regular old 2D, so I'll probably be able to tell you then how well, different it is. We saw it in is. 2D. No, but you know, like regular, not IMAX-y, like literally just 2D, straight up, filmy times. The one thing I really wanted to bring up about the film is how um, lovely it is. Uh, in terms of its Love- oh, colours. War, war. What a lovely war. You know what I mean? Because one of the... Uh, I'll admit, I'm not very good with war movies. I don't watch them very often because I find them to either be glamorising or so depressing that I can't cope. And the problem with the ones that are so depressing that I can't cope... Sorry. <laughs> coaster. Is that they're often really grey, muted yeah. and, 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 and grim. They look like they want you to feel sad. You have to feel dep- and you want to, you know, this is horrible. And it is. But, like, this movie's got, like, some gorgeous shots of, like, beautiful blue skies and oceans. And it's it's actually almost more shocking to see this sort of, like, awfulness. Yeah, because in reality, happening. unless you've got some weird colour blindness, just because something's sad doesn't mean you see everything yeah. grey. Or it doesn't always rain. Like, just because you're sad doesn't mean the sky cries. Like, I think as well, I don't know if I'm entirely right about this, but I think the, the scenes shot on the beach have got more of an orange hue mm-hmm. and the scenes at sea have got more of a blue, you know, that kind yeah. of, because then it does... Yeah, I can see that. Pretty sure that's the case. I assume the ones in the sky are shot with blue as well, but, but it does just bring out that it's just happening to normal people in a normal yeah. beach. and yeah. on a normal day. Yeah, well, it's... an abnormal day, but yeah. It's very intense, I thought. I didn't see any tense in it. Haha, <laughs> you're funny, you are. You're so funny. Are you thinking of Carry On Camping? That was intense. It did make me laugh that when the... I've never seen it. It did make me laugh that when the BBFC like board thing appeared at the start, one of the warnings was intense sequences. Well, it's right. <laughs> yeah, it's they're not intense. wrong. <laughs> they are not wrong. And they're certainly sequences. Core, blimey, are there sequences There's in it. really not a lot of words in it either. No... Not that it's a silent film by any stretch of the imagination or, or like, you know, the people aren't talking for a reason, but I assume when there's 400,000 soldiers stranded on a beach that can't get home, you've not got a lot to talk about. Yeah. You know, there's not well, really a place for small talk. Especially if you've just been fighting relentlessly for, like, a year or something. You know, that's not going to... What do you talk about? All the dead people you've seen. All the sad people you've or shot. Or that, that trench you've been in. Yeah. Cool. What a great trench that was. Yeah, no, it's a very, it's a very good... It's a very good movie. I think it benefits from both the length and the colour palette in the sense that I probably will watch it again. Yeah. There's a few war movies that I don't think I ever want to touch again because they make me want to do a sad. And this movie definitely does that, but not in a way that it doesn't feel exploitative. No, and I think because it's so well made as a movie, not just as a war movie, it makes it very easy, like it's a rewatchable film. Yeah. You know, whereas I think some either 
just want to beat you over the head with how bad you should feel about yourself. Yeah. And it just doesn't do that. But, but it is, it does have the most emotional beats in any Nolan film, which is something he's accused of failing miserably at, especially Interstellar, because I thought, I thought the point of Interstellar was to be really sad and emotional, but it was just really, really clunky. Mm. Whereas this doesn't beat you over the head with anything or try anything, but you, you do feel bad and sad because it's kids in war in, and it's awful. in the army. Yeah. So that was good then. It was. I gave it five stars. I did as well. And um, it, it pushed a film out of my top five. I'm not going to say what order things are in anymore because we're leading up to our Christmas end of UBs. There could be loads of films taken out. I know. Time. This year's been pretty damn good it for films really good already. For films. And we haven't even seen all the films that we want to see, have we? <laughs> we haven't seen all, we haven't seen all we the haven't seen 2017 all the films. films. We haven't seen all the films ever made. What's wrong with us? Let's get I on know. it. I know. I need to get on it, to be honest, because I am shocking at movies. There's a podcast out there that is reviewing every major motion picture released in the 80s. Wow. Yeah, but think about, you know. That's a lot of... Uh, no, it's not, though. Try to do it in the 2000s and the 2010s. It would be insane. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, there used to be one blockbuster a year, two blockbusters a year. Now there's three a month. That is very true. And I couldn't watch like, that many 80s movies anyway. I'd, I'd get fatigued. I was going to say, isn't there like two Marvel movies alone this year? Is it three? There will be three at the end of the year. So there's been Guardians. Yeah. Thor will be a thing. Spider-Man. Spider-Man! <laughs> I don't forget that. I saw that again. I don't have to disown my mum as well. If anybody listened to my Spider-Man review with Sam... I was a bit concerned that my mum was going to have to be uh, divorced from the family because she doesn't like Michael Keaton. But thankfully, she um, she appreciated him in this movie. She says she's not a Michael Keaton convert, but she thought he was good in that, so I didn't have to decker and run away, which is good. You didn't have to double-decker? I didn't have to double-decker, no. The other day, yeah. I had some mini double-decker bites. I feel like... I don't care. Oh. Well, it's not that I don't care. I they feel were called like I'm dinky not... deckers. Okay, that makes me care a little bit more, if I'm honest, because I do love things that sound adorable. But I don't know if... I can't remember if I like double deckers. I don't know if I've had I one. I don't know. You, you, what? Is it the ones with the crispy bits? It's like hard bottom, nugget top. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't like them. I don't really like nugget that much. It's not like pink nugget. No, but it's like nougat. the squashy nugget. Yeah, like caramelly nugget. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. If it, it sticks to your teeth, then it's not that tasty. <laughs> but anyway, this isn't Stacey's chalk culture parlour. No? Alright. <laughs> that look you just gave me could have probably killed a person. So, Rich, you're my guest. Oh, what are you doing? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I just talked about a film I like. Is that... It was good, wasn't it? The last new film we saw was XX. Oh, yeah, that was certainly a film. Yeah, don't that watch it. It's a, a horror anthology directed only by women. I wanted to like it. It's got Men Linsky in one of the bits, directed by St. Vincent, but it's just really, really dull, like overwhelmingly dull. Yeah, I had a small problem with it in that, I don't know why. It was no, it was cack. I don't know why, though, but I thought for some reason the stories might be vaguely related, like on a theme or, I don't know, featuring similar stuff. But I'll, I'll let you off with this because you're shit at films at times. But a <laughs> at lot of times. people have complained that about it. But there's a lot of anthology films out that's got no connection between any of the stories. Yeah, I know. Like you sometimes have that weird connecting bit in between, but that still has nothing to do with the actual stories. Yeah, I hated the connecting things in between these movies. Yeah, but it didn't connect. That you know, it wasn't a story. Fucking it was just stop motion dolls. D- fucking terrifying stop motion animation doll house with a fucking face and an apple that went all manky. I hate it. This is going to sound really stupid, but I hate 
stop motion animation of rotting fruit. I don't know why, but it freaks the fuck out of me. I hate it. I hate it. It's like you're looking at me like I've gone off. Is it stop motion or is it just where it goes quicker? Whatever it is, I fucking hate it. Like when you see like a mouse rotting and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and then like maggots just like start quickly squiggling around. I'm not having any. Yeah, that film was weird. I didn't mind St. Vincent's bit. I think it was the best one in terms of the way it used them. The story was shit and stupid. But in terms of. Faint <laughs> in terms of direction, and I thought there was a really great bit of music and visuals at the table. I don't know if I want to spoil it too Spoil much. No, it uh, Let's spoil you can it. Tell the okay. stories so, about. The, the story of. This was the second one, wasn't it, yeah. that was in the anthology? And it was the story of uh, a lady throwing a birthday party for her kid. And she finds her husband dead at his desk. Yeah. And there's shenanigans about. I mean, it's not supposed to be funny, but it comes across a little bit daft. I don't where know, she I tries think to it's hide supposed the body. Darkly comic, more yeah. than the other three. She tries to hide the body from the guests in a variety of ways by like because she can't leave him at his desk because their house is basically made of windows, <laughs> which is fucking silly. That's my I favourite Tina Turner song. What a house made, made of, of windows. windows? I don't. Get you ever it. had steamy windows? Oh yeah, Jeez. I have. I have. I, I just didn't. I'm sorry. So, yeah, she tries to hide him under a rug and then she, like, buys a panda suit off this guy who tries to do a birthday song for a kid and tries to put him in the panda suit. I didn't think you'd literally say everything that happened. Well, yeah, because who gives a shit? No one's going to watch it after this review, are they? They might. What got me about that whole sequence is, like, I could understand you, like, panicking because you found a dead body and it's your kid's birthday. Why'd she put it at the table? That seems like such a mistake. But if you had someone in a panda suit at a kid's party and he was hid in a room, that would be weirder. That would be weirder, yeah. But I thought that one was the best one in terms of like direction and style and use of music and such. But None of them are even remotely scary. Yeah, the, the, the little inter, interstitial... What are they called? Interstitials. They, they scary. They were scary No, you could say they were a bit creepy, they but they weren't scary. Because nothing happened in them, though. I don't know, there was a kid. Walking. No, but there was a kid with like a heart. <sighs> a, like there was a no, lock in her chest, and who no, knew? Who knew what was going on with no. weird. I can't deal with creepy children, you no. know that. <laughs> the first one was like, kid sees old bloke on train, looks in a box, won't eat, that's it. Mm. You never get any answers. Nothing like creepy or scary happens in it, it just makes no sense. I don't even remember the third Then one. you get cave painting comes to life. Oh, yeah. That was garbage. And then. It's like a shit version of The Descent. Yeah, crossed with, like, a bad Blair Witch, which is... Already bad. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last one called? It was just Blair Witch again, wasn't it? I think I think it was, like... Oh, it was the kid with the Satan in him or something. What? The last one. No, the last Blair Witch film. It was just called oh, Blair sorry, Witch, sorry, I thought you were talking it? about the last thing of the uh, anthology. It's I don't know. Blair Witch again, which I hate when they do I that. I don't know. Here's a sequel to a film. Let's just call it the same fucking name. Not The Thing. Oh, it's not a remake. It's a sequel. But hey, Well, then why isn't it The Thing too? Twat. <laughs> um, now the last one was technique. The last part of this anthology film was a sequel to Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, but it was it was it was it really was bad, really dull, really bad. And I don't know who that lady is, and I think she's terrible. Who? You know the one who you said you don't like in anything that you've seen her in. The like the the one whose kid was Satan's. Oh kid, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, but she's been in like Powerless and A to Z, so it's not exactly high quality stuff that she's ruined at least. Oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah, no, that was a bit sad. What was the other horror film we watched that we both didn't like oh, very much either? The Invitation. Oh, yeah. No, that was a couple of weeks ago. That was crap as well. But we watched Would You Rather as well. Oh, shit. Shit as well. <laughs> oh, shit, dog. Now, do I have a recollection of uh, old Kieran Shotgun Round telling us to watch that? No. 
I feel like it was mentioned in a podcast that he Would was on. Would you rather? Yeah, and I can't remember if he mentioned it to say, don't ever watch it, it's terrible, or watch it, it's the best thing I've ever seen. I, I don't remember. remember the Tinker telling us anything <laughs> about this film. I feel like it was the same time he told us to watch Kill List. I don't recall him ever telling us to watch Kill List. I remember recalling me saying it was good and him agreeing. Oh, maybe you were both telling me to watch Kill List, because I've not seen it. <laughs> Let's talk about the invitation first, no. and then we'll talk about... Well, the thing about the invitation that annoyed me is that it... This is not a new film, by the way. No. Is that it actually... We're going a bit sort of Halloween-y, and we, like it's July, but oh well. Is that the film, like, the towards the end, it actually got vaguely interesting. Like, and especially... I'm going to spoil it massively now, guys, so oh, I apologise. Right, no. Before you spoil it... Okay. Right. The, but I am going to... No, listen. The synopsis, the premise of the film is a guy and his girlfriend... They're going for a dinner party at his ex-wife's house. Why? <laughs> she di- they split up and she disappeared for several years. And then she reappeared in their old house. And she invited him and a lot of mutual friends to a dinner party. When they get there, he doesn't trust what's going on. And that 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 sticks with a lot of the film. Yeah. And makes it slightly like, ooh, I wonder what is going on. And this is where spoilers kick in. They're in a cult and they try and kill everyone. It's yeah. really cheat at the end. The thing that annoyed me was, I quite like that, you know, the ending shot when you see all those red lights go on and you realise that there's a heck of a lot more people in the cult. <sighs> that's bollocks as well. But what annoyed me was, it felt like it was trying to build up a lot of suspense as to what was oh, what is going on in it. Ooh. But it doesn't do it very well. No. So when the shit hits the fan and you're like, oh, finally at least some action, it doesn't really come as much of a surprise and the suspense hasn't been... Killing you. It would almost be and then better if he just gets more and more delusional, and then the ending and he leaves goes you. On the killing spray. No, the ending is a bit ambiguous as to whether he was correct or not. But yeah. they could do something to him, you know, whether it's harm him or kill him or whatever, and you don't know if they'd done it for their own self-defense or that was the intent all along. But no, mm. in a really shoddy way, it's just like all of a sudden they kill someone. Yeah, I think at one point they literally give him poison Kool Aid. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit um, terrible. Did you like that film more or less than Would You Rather? <laughs> About the same, I think. Yeah, they're both pretty chit. <sighs> so we also watched Would You Rather, starring Brittany Snow. She has a brother. A brother. A brother. She has a sibling who's male <laughs> who's got leukaemia and she needs money to help him get treatment. So I don't know how this conversation happens, but she's at the doctors or a therapist or something. And he's like, come to my dinner party and you'll play a game and win loads of money. And she just goes, yeah, right. Yeah, because that's not shady as fuck. But then, when, spoilers, when they get there, it's a game of Would You Rather, which involves like stabbing the other guests and, and weird shit like that. Yeah, so like it's like, would you rather whip this guy like seven times with a horrible cane thing or stab someone in the leg? Yeah. And you get to choose who you stab in the leg. No, you don't. Go. Oh, I thought you did? No. Oh, okay. It was the person next to you. Oh, okay. Fair dues. Well, yeah. And if you don't go along with this, they'd kill you. Yeah. Otherwise, everyone would just say no. I mean, if if I'm honest, if I said yes to this party and then turned up at that house, I'd have left immediately. Yeah, but then they'd have shot you in the head. That was the point of the whole thing. No, I mean, in my car, I wouldn't have stopped. I'd have gone up to the but drive it's just a house. and been like, oh no. And just, it was a creepy looking house. No, it was just a big house. It was a creepy looking mm. house. Big houses are creepy inherently to me. I associate them with creepy murderers and ghosts. I think the point of the film is that rich people think they can do what they like with money. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I was going to say, because I had a big question hanging up, so this I'm going to spoil this again. The the point of it is to be the last one standing, isn't it, basically? Yeah. Um, and then you get all of the dollars. And so, 
she wins through a series of weird events and gets all the money and drives off. Now, wouldn't... Like, what's stopping her from just going to the police and being like, there's a crazy man she with a house full people. of shite? Yeah, but only to save us that, like... No, but that... that <laughs> they will have evidence with her fingerprints all over it of her killing people. Not theirs. I suppose. I don't know. Go to the police, just, complain, like, and then they'll go there and the bloke will be like, oh man, she just killed everyone. I think I'd want to get put in prison anyway because I murdered people. Like, <laughs> Also, I, th- I feel like I'd feel safer in prison because I'd hate... Like, I'd feel like those people are probably going to be watching me like a hawk forever and I don't want that in my life it's, it's just a shit film Stairs. it is a shit film again a not a new film. film not entirely sure why we brought it up because we're scrabbling because we haven't really done or seen or read much uh, well I've read a load of comics but none of them are that good why are you reading them then? because some of them link into other ones so I have to still reading Snot Girl that Fucking... come back oh I haven't read the new issue yet Ugh. Yeah, I like Snot Girl. I don't know why, though. I can't tell you why. She's such an arsehole. I really like the art and the colours. But I, I can't... the colours. It's pretty. But I can't put my finger on what I like about the story, but I must do, because there's other books that I will drop that are very pretty, but if the story's shit, I'm not having that. No, I've been I've been reading, like, some Secret Empire stuff. Right, no. This, your problem with Marvel is... You just start reading books, and then you haven't read stuff from previous months that connects to it. You're like, read, oh, I've got six issues of Secret Empire, I'll read them. Oh, I don't know what's going on here, because you haven't read any of the issues no, from that know, month. Do you know why I read Secret Empire, caught up on Secret Empire? Because no. I read an issue of Doctor Strange that was like, hey, we're in this oh, city that's all covered in darkness, and I was like, what's happened? Read them as they come, <laughs> in the order they come out in. But the thing is... No. Oh, all right then. Because you, you do this, and when it's a universe that crosses over with each other, mm. you don't know what's happening. No, you're right, I don't. The thing is, the thing is, is that I was trying to avoid reading Secret Empire because I do not care. Like, it's a storyline I've got absolutely no investment in. Don't read it then, and don't read anything with Secret Empire on the front of the book. But... Because two months after it ends, it will be pointless. Like, every <laughs> single crossover, yeah, that's major Marvel event. I was concerned that, like, there might be... Things might have repercussions. No, nothing has repercussions. <laughs> yeah, it's comics. What am I thinking? Secret Wars happened. <laughs> Reed Richard is the biggest villain in the world. He'd not be mentioned for months. Well, he's not there anymore, is he? Isn't he lost in space or time no, I was or thinking something? Of, you're getting the wrong way around. Oh, am I? Because you didn't know. read it. You just yeah, skipped no, I didn't. it. I skipped and then started reading stuff after it. Well, I don't get this. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't get a lot of things. But I enjoy the humour in some of the stuff. I don't like... Um, the, the problem with Secret Empire for me is that there's so much exposition going on like at all times. Yeah, because and it's I'm insane not... for us to try and believe that Captain America's always been a Hydra agent, but he, it's fake at the same time. And oh, It's just this is bullshit. It's a really bad way of telling this story. Yeah. The, the problem is, is that Secret Empire itself, like the actual issues, just read as Captain America explaining his plans to everybody because otherwise we wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. And it's stu- Who would do that? Who would stand there and literally talk out the plan? And, like, I'm all for having lots of words in a comic because I think comics are quite expensive and therefore no, I'd like to take my time reading them. No, words in a comic. That's but why it's a novel. Yeah, there's too many words in Secret Empire and a lot of them are just purely exposition and I don't need it. Like, I'm not stupid. I can figure things out. Well, sometimes I'm stupid. Yeah, if you read the comics in order, you'd be all right. <laughs> oh, it's everyone else's... All the other fucking... Titles is his fault for crossing over with No, them. it's not. Just don't read them. Or read books in the fucking order they're coming in. 
you've got or, me here. I've got. I can't. What you have to do <laughs> is like never read anything that's like less than five years old, and then you can find out online a way of sorting them. So. You know, you could read four issues of Daredevil in a row, then these spiders, you know, that's mm. what you'd have to do. You can't do it this way. Mm. You can't try and work it out as you go along and make it up. Yeah. You always have to be probably a year, 18 months behind if you want to do that. Like that whole waiting for the trade scenario then is how you yeah. have to read. I'm going to have to work on my comics reading skills. Or just read them in the order that they come out in. The problem is... There's no other way of staying up to date, though. No, I know, but the issue that I have is that my, you've, you know you know this because you live with me. My memory is terrible. Well, stop reading Marvel comics so, and DC comics, then. That's the other way of doing it. Well, yeah, I suppose. Cause the, the, I've stopped reading DC comics, and I hate comics a lot less now. <laughs> I'm down to th- three or four. Harley mm. Quinn, Red Hood, Nightwing, and <laughs> Batgirl. That's what I'm doing. The only to. things I've been reading the Looney Tunes and Hannah Barbera stuff, which isn't really decent. Oh, I haven't been reading those at all, so I think they're really bad. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> eh, no, I don't like it. You didn't read the Elmer Fudd Batman comic? No, I didn't care. Ugh. I still don't care. I don't think. What's the point? Entertainment? What's the point of reading and doing anything? <laughs> yeah, right, you've got me. Jeez. Uh, no, I just, I don't know. Those are two worlds that don't go together to me. DC Comics and Looney Tunes. Zillinous. That's a word. Are all of my eyelashes falling out? Because this is driving me nuts. I've d- I don't I've, know. Like, I've pulled out like four and I keep feeling them on my face. Also, the Hanna-Barbera comics don't cross over, so why don't you read them? Because I don't care about Hanna-Barbera yeah, characters either. Like, you might if you read them. No, I don't think I would. But they're not the same. It's not. I'm not telling you to read Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Or no, I know. Looney Tunes. Like that, the Flintstones is really good. I'm just not interested. Why, 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 what's good about it? Like, how different is it from just Flintstones? Because it's not, for sake, it's not them making the Flintstones in comic form. I know it's not, that's what I'm saying. So what is it, why would I want to read it if I... Why would you want to read any comic? Well, because it's about something that I'm interested in. No, it's not. not You read a shitload of comics just because it's issue one. No, some I do. But, like, if I know vague things about it, like, if I, like, I don't... Like, I don't care about the Flintstones, so I mean, why would I There's a hell of a lot of Flintstones as well. It's about like gender inequality and stuff like that. It's really? not, yeah. That seems weird. Why? Not bad weird. Like it just seems weird. Um, sell me on it. Wacky Racing's a bit wank. I'm not selling. I'm not. That's not my job to. <laughs> you just fucking read one issue. It'll take you like two minutes. Alright, chill out. Wacky Racing are not very good. Uh, that's the one I tried to read, and then I just wrote all of them off. <laughs> Like, oh, Scooby Apocalypse is, is very hit and miss. Sometimes it feels like a gritty 90s style reboot of Scooby Doo, mm. which nobody really needs. Nobody asked for that, did they? Whereas the Flintstone isn't gritty. I mean, still not realistic. It's the Flintstones. It still drives a dinosaur and shit, but <laughs> it's not really a comedic book. Okay. It's a book about family and relationships and oh. stuff. Okay. I mean, I'll. I'll give it a whirl. But it seems like if it's going to be that vastly different to the Flintstones, then why be the Flintstones? Like, why not be why something not? else? I don't know. I'm just confused. Batman used to be like rainbow colours and That's be true. like Adam West and then I mean, it's when not. Batman was fun. <laughs> if it wasn't good, though. I don't know. No, it's uh, not. All right. <laughs> Come on. Just you read the odd issue here and there. You really tried pairing through some of those 60s and 70s comics. Okay. Maybe I will. I want to read all those. You know the 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 ones where Superman's a massive knot. No, because like most of the time, what happens on the cover is nothing to do with the That's book. That's why I want to read them. I want to know what is what what made somebody think this cover. Will like sell on the this cover book. when um, like Jimmy Olsen's dying, Superman's like, "Ha ha!" Teach him to look at me funny yesterday and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Superman. But the idea they were on newsstands, weren't they? And it's people I would see what Superman's up to today. Yeah. But nowadays, no one picks a comic for the cover. Not in a fucking no, news agent pick them for a for the start. Toy. Not those kind of comics. That's what I'm saying, is that nobody would go to the comics because they're all like, oh, if I'm going to buy something for my kid, let's get one with the... No, I'm with more the... thinking of you browsing comics in the shop. Mm. I haven't actually browsed comics in a shop for a very long no, time. you just find out what they're about online, don't you? Yeah, and because digital comics are so much easier to just get and have immediately. And... No, but even if you still bought them, you still find out online first. Yeah. I mean, when we used to subscribe to physical copies, I never went in the shop to find out what I liked. You'd just look on the solicitations and stuff. Yeah. What have you been reading? That's good. Uh, Mum's Today with Kill Will Be Killed, which we've mentioned on the show before. Oh, The latest arc yeah. is just finished by... Um, I haven't read it yet, so oh, I don't Oh, what's his me. name? Bendis Shit. and Sean Phillips. Is it Bendis? No, no it's not Bendis. It's I, I knew it was a bee guy. Um, if you didn't listen to the Christmas show there, where Phil pimped it out, um, a guy gets a second chance at life, but he has to kill for the devil. He's yeah. about the premise of it, but it is against a Brubaker and Sean Phillips book, so it's very noirish and the art is amazing. Yeah, it is. And that latest arc just finished up last week. Okay, I need to catch up on that. I think I'm about two issues behind on that, but I do really it's like it. It's easy to get through as well. Yeah. So, it's a very, very good book. I'm still reading I Hate Fairyland, which oh, is... Oh, I'm behind on that too. I'm the worst. Book. Um, I think there's an issue out this week, which I haven't picked up yet, but last the last issue was... <sighs> I'm trying to... So the last issue was a flashback dream issue, which was very funny. It's always funny, and the art in it is phenomenal. I love Scotty Young. Um, He's so good. And I think I'm really reading anything now that needs recommending. Like It's stuff that's been going a while, you know. Yeah. I'm still really enjoying Daredevil and things like that, which is just Daredevil. You know, come on, people. I'm trying to think. I was going to say, that last issue of Daredevil that I read was really good. In court, that's all I'm going to say, because I don't carry know. On. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's been any issue ones that I've read, or like ones and twos. Oh, Clue. Oh, I haven't read it yet. Oh, issue two. You told me now. I should have. Yeah, issue I, I one of Clue. I've not read two yet. Again, come out this week, not pick it up. Yeah, it's a, it's a comic based on the board game Cluedo, or Clue, if you're from that side of the plop, the plond. I thought you said the plop thing. The pond. If you're from um, that side of the massive shit. And it's, I wouldn't say it's an adaptation of the movie, Clue, but it's in that style. Oh, I'm um, going to like it then. It's very, like, the butler is very knowing and very fourth wall mm-hmm. breaking. Yeah, and there's a di- I think as well, there's three different endings in three different books oh. of each comic. So. <laughs> Cash cow. A little bit, yeah. But, you know, I'm it makes assuming sense, though, from... they'll get recapped in the next issue and yeah. things like that. And then when you get the trades, they'll probably have them all in. Um, so I'd recommend that. I don't actually know. It's by IDW. I need Quickly to... Quickly look it up because okay. I've done no prep for this because I'm a dick. We're both dicks off. I haven't even got my notepad. I'm not even writing down what we are talking about like I normally do. You'll have to do it when you edit. I know. IDW have got some good like licensed stuff going on but I'm so far behind it's a nightmare like a Transformers I'll give up on all of those 53,000 issues behind and Ghostbusters I think I'm only on top of Turtles at the moment which is still amazing the author of Clue is Paul Allor and the artist (gasps) is Nelson Daniel I like Paul Allor he did uh, he did that one Turtles issue that made me do a cry on the bus I think (laughs) Um, he's fun to follow on Twitter Nelson Daniel I don't think I've seen that name before no me neither what's the art like if you like had to people in a mansion and oh, stuff. good one is it realistic is it cartoony is it yeah why not <laughs> which one 
Nelson Daniel looks like, oh, he's done like Dungeons and Dragons and Judge Dredd for IDW and, oh, and things like that. Oh, I see. Yeah, the covers, which are pretty cool as well. Oh, yeah. The interior like art's it. pretty similar. Look, people. <laughs> yes, it's great for a, an audio <laughs> medium. Okay, cool. I'm, I've got nothing. Oh, we watched Glow. I guess we can talk about Glow. I did watch Glow. That's the thing. The internet made out like this was you the You never best. say what things are about. That's what I was about to do. No, you started Fuck with you. the internet said. The internet was no, trying to tell me. This is a show starring Alice and Bray. Let me fucking finish my thought that this was the best thing since sliced bread. Because really? it's... Yeah. Literally everybody I know that was watching it was like, oh my God, fucking amazing. Binge watching every episode like in a day. And I thought it was going to be right up my alley because it's Alice and Bree, who I like a lot, and Mark Maron, who I quite like a lot. And it's about really? Lady Wrestling. And I love a good wrestling. People like Mark Maron. I mean, I do in a kind of, I sort of hate him way. You know, in one of those love to hate you kind of, you're a bit of a dick, but... Yeah. The problem with Mark Maron in this and in everything he's in, he literally just plays Mark Maron. And oh, not he's in a got good no way. Range. <laughs> not in a good way. Like, it's a bit like, oh, here we go. Yeah, Mark Maron's it up. Um, I. Okay. A Glow is a fictitious it. retelling of the actual wrestling company from the 80s, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yeah. So, Alison Bree and Kate Nash and Knives Chow, whose name I forgot. Ellen Wong. Ellen Wong, indeed. And, yeah, Mark Maron. Yeah, and the girl from the uh, Turn Down For What video, who I recognise somehow. What? You know, the one who plays the sort of terrorist character in it. Oh, dear. She's in the Turn Down For What video. She uh, she drops her vagina on a bloke's face and they fall through a ceiling. Anyway, so I was very ready to like this a lot, but I feel like there wasn't enough wrestling. I've, I've heard that as a thing. Well, I, I didn't think it was a great show. It was enjoyable, but yeah. the level of wrestling isn't isn't a problem because mm-hmm. the wrestling they did in it was not how anybody wrestled in the 1980s <laughs> much less glow oh like some of the top row moves and fucking moon sort of fuck off nobody did that in the 80s not in America mm. again much less glow it's, it's a bit like my problem with it is not just that they text the characters and get do well it's like oh look we know how to wrestle them. no none of them knew how to wrestle that was never part of glow that was the, that is why I'm saying that I feel like there wasn't enough wrestling because it seemed like they progressed from none of them could even like jump up the ropes to full blown wrestling matches that were actually good and it felt like it took like a day and no practice <laughs> like I know it was paced so that you know it took a, a bit of time but I don't have any real concept of how long that was supposed to be and they didn't seem to ever train very much. I get why they wanted to focus the stories on some of the actual personal lives of the ladies. But, like, you kind of need to make it believable that they're not just going to fall over immediately and smack their face and break their nose and cry and bleed everywhere. Yeah, but that's... That, no, no. <laughs> the wrestling was, wrestling's pointless. It's, it's not a show about wrestling. But it marketed itself like a show about wrestling. No, it didn't. It didn't market itself as shit. I never saw a single advert for it or anything. Oh, I saw trailers and stuff because Alice and Brie was posting, like, Instagram them it's, all the it's time. It's a show. And it was all, it's look a show. at this leotard. No, it's a show about look the people and their relationships and their friendships and whatever happens. It's not a show about wrestling. The same with Jaws is not a film about a shark. Well, it definitely marketed itself as a show about Don't wrestling. Don't care. It's not a show about wrestling. The, sh- the wrestling is irrelevant. If you like leotards, you'll probably really like this. That'd be weird if you like leotards. <laughs> I bet I bet someone's got you a leotard. Watch actual fetish. wrestling. Like, that's got leotards. Can in. you watch 
the old like glow stuff. Fuck no, no one thing. would want. There's a documentary about it on Netflix. It. No, you do not. I want to see it now. Oh, Were they terrible? God, yeah. They're really bad. Yeah, are they worse than the current ladies that wrestle? Some of them are pretty terrible. Who? Well, I don't know names. You know that. I'm very forgetful. Literally three of the female wrestlers currently in WWE, which is the only wrestling you watch, are probably some of the best wrestlers in that fucking company. See, I can only think of two names, and I like both of them, so I'm not going to be able to illustrate my own point about how shit a lot of them are. But like, remember when it used to be like Brie Bella against some random bint? Yeah. Like Glow made them look like Ric Flair against Ricky Steamboat. Oh. Like, oh. Absolute garbage Glow was. Oh. Nobody, what, like... It might have done well on telly for a bit. Nobody went to see it. No one even paid to see it. It was a massive failure. Oh. Oh. I feel a bit sad about that now. Why? Oh, because I, I don't know. I the only place solely women's wrestling was immensely successful was all Japan women's, and that was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Fair dues. And there's not just a few not shimmer and shine out now. Glow still technically exists in a comeback style way, but it's... It I feel like is. when you start off by naming it gorgeous ladies of wrestling yeah, that you're going 80s, for the wrong angle. Wasn't it? You know, Hulk Hogan was the biggest wrestling star in America. Aww. Yeah, that wasn't about skill. That was about, okay, he's got the hair of a Chinese man and the, the skin of a hot dog. <laughs> That's an always sunny Philadelphia like reference. Hey, have you not remembered that? <laughs> I don't remember anything. You know this. We done a quiz and I couldn't remember who said anything in all my Sunday. There's an eyelash on my fucking glasses. Well what done. is even there's two. How is that is that bad? Am I dying? Yeah. <laughs> what if I go eyelash bald? Who cares? That'd be horrendous, wouldn't it? Stop mussing up my fringe. Netflix shows, we also started to watch and nearly finished watching Friends from College, which is a show starring Keegan Michael Key, Kobe Smulders, um, Fred Savage, Nat Faxon. Woman from Person of Interest and someone else that I've never Billy seen. Eichner. No, it does not start in the He's in it. No, he's barely. You know, shut up. But right. he's in it. No, what I'm saying, starring. I'm on about okay. the actual cast, not recurring characters. He's part of the cast. No, he's not. He's literally a recurring character. And it's about Kobe Smulders and Keegan Michael Key, uh, a couple moving back to New York, and they start hanging around with their friends they used to college with. It's a cast I like. The guest stars are great, like Billy Eichner, spoilers. Seth Rogen, um, there was someone else in another episode who I immediately forgot about. Um, <laughs> and that's the show I thought it was going to be, from the little trailer I saw, and the bits. And then it's actually a show about two of them having an affair while one of them's married to someone else in the group, and that's the main story, and I hate that part of it. Like, yeah, me too. Some episodes are really funny, and then it'll be like, oh, I forget these two are having an affair, and she, and she doesn't know about it. I'm like, what the fuck? This is terrible. Yeah. I am... Um, I'm persevering with it because it's only eight episodes and some of it is genuinely funny. I have... Like watching Fred Savage dance whilst on cocaine was hilarious. Absolutely brilliant. I have a problem with... Well, not a, not a problem. If it's done right, it's a, it's all rightish. But I have a problem with programmes that act like if you're in a group of friends, you're all going to fuck each other eventually. Like, you can't just have friends and be mates and no, not that's, cheat that's, and not no, be gross. No, no, that's mostly because they just don't want to have other cast members in as well. Like it's, no show is based on reality like that. Yeah, but it's... But if you have a, if you have a hangout show, you don't want to bring someone in. Like if you bring people in just to be, you know, a dating, dating someone else, mm. that's all it is. They want to do that because they go, oh, you know, some people know someone for 25 years, but they don't want them in every episode. It's just the way, like, it doesn't bother me like that. I don't think that's the intent. I think you're looking too hard at shows that don't mean anything. Possibly. And this isn't a show about that either. Like, Mm. none of the other people are. It's not that kind of group of friends. It's just Keegan-Michael Key, for some reason, 
has been sleeping for the past 20 years with what's her face whilst being married to Kobe Smulders, which is weird. Yeah, because that's the premise of the show. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. And I think it tries really hard to be like love in the fact that we're oh look at these cool songs we've got playing on the soundtrack. Oh look how cool we are! This is good, isn't it? Oh, so I write this song. And doesn't like, fit though, does it? Doesn't fit, and it feels like people are picking songs like the most popular song of that band, yeah. which always feels inauthentic. Whereas like love is blatantly these songs that Paul Rust likes. Yeah, <laughs> or Paul Rust and um. Fuck, I forgot his wife's name that feel like a nickname. Now they're songs that they like that they think fit mm. or they go out to find a song that fits wherever this is. This is a cool song, let's put it on this bit. And it's like, oh you're trying a bit too hard. But some of the bits are genuinely very, very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, ju- I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know that I could recommend it to anyone. But similarly, like I wouldn't say stay away from it. No. If you've got time to kill and it's eight yet, eight it. Eight twenty minute episodes. Yeah. If you like Keegan Michael Key and Fred Savage and Nat Faxon and Cabus Moulders, I'd definitely watch it. Yeah. Don't expect Billy Eichner to be Billy Eichner though. Yeah, no, it's he's He's the quiet, sensible person in this show. Which is which weird. Is odd. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. No, I don't know. I like Kobe Smulders though, in it which interests me because I don't particularly think she's that great in other things. <laughs> like how I Met Your Mother, I find her actually a little bit irritating for the most no, part. No, because Robin was irritating after three, four seasons. Yeah, I don't think it was her fault. That doesn't help. And I don't think the Marvel movies have made any effort to make Maria Hill like a person. I think the Marvel movies <laughs> are overrated in how much they make good characters. There's only a handful of them, and Coulson is not one of them. Yeah, no. People need to get off his dick. Yeah, they really do. That, do you know what? I was having an well, not an argument, but a discussion with a lady at work the other day who was really trying to force me to start watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because she was like, this fourth series is the best thing I've ever seen. And I was like, I am not going to wade through three seasons of shit around a character. I actually don't like that much from the movie because you say that series 4 is good I also don't like whatever his name is Greg Clark Clark Greg is it Clark Greg Clark yeah Clark Greg in anything else I've seen him in he annoys the fuck out of me he's always just smarmy and a bell end like Mm. sorry Marvel Universe has created about three good recurring characters with actual like character about them oh go on who Tony Stark yeah Steve Rogers yeah Peter Parker (laughs) not yet I'm a bit properly recurring okay Peter Quill Oh, okay. None of the women's. God, no. <laughs> no, Jeez, no. <laughs> I'm actually a little bit... Not... Uh, it's, it, I really want Captain Marvel to be good. Like, really, really good. It probably will. I mean, I, 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 as much as I dislike a couple of their films, and one is outright terrible, <laughs> I don't think it's because they've made bad people or bad characters in them. That that's the reason. Yeah. Like, you know, I've never, I don't like either of the Thor films, but I've liked Thor in both the Avengers films, and I think Ragnarok would be good. I'm not saying it'll be like, oh, top five movie of the yeah, year. I think it'll be a good film. Like, but, yeah. but I do think sometimes, like, Bruce Banner's had more characterisation than Black Widow, and he's barely been in anything. Yeah. Most of the Avengers films, he's not in much. You know, she had Iron Man and two buddy Captain America films she's been in. Mm. And you still just think, that she's sad because she can't have a kid. That's literally the only characteristic about her now. And that's a characteristic that bothered me yeah. quite a bit. Especially when it, like, if there's 50 women in these, this universe and they're all well, well done and she's yeah. sad she can't have a kid. Fine. Fair enough. When she's the only woman with a personality. Because Pepper Potts, apart from Iron Man 3, is dull as shit. Yeah, and Scarlet Witch is basically a bag yeah. of sad. Like, <laughs> she's the only one with a personality but she's sad she can't have kids. It's just fucking terrible. Like, yeah. It's just so generically female. How would you even 
have a kid in that lifestyle. Oh, exactly. How would you be a spy? Because you don't. You Hawkeye just, has them. You can't just retire from it's spy. Shit though, isn't it? Surely, yeah. Who cares about Hawkeye? This isn't Quite me just all of a sudden like turning up Marvel films. I just saw Spider Man, it was amazing. And, yeah. you know. No, the thing is, I was thinking the other day about Marvel films and how, like, I think it was because after, I, I, you know, when I was talking with Sam and he said there's not a bad Marvel movie, and I was like, well, I disagree. I think First Avenger is actual yeah, shit. Genuine bollocks. But it's the only one that I think is actual shit, and all the others, he I is right, think are goodish movies. It's actual it's shit because familiar. Red Skull is terrible. Fucking is Hugo laughable? Weaving should be shot for laughable. that performance. Ugh. So that ruins the whole film. Like, blatantly ruins the whole film. Super ropey CGI. Yeah. Terrible. But yeah. when you're in Spider-Man, Michelle and Liz have got more fucking personality than any other woman in the Marvel Universe today. Yeah. And they don't say a lot. They don't focus at all the film on them. But they're well-rounded. You get what people they're like. You, you know get the exactly what Michelle is like. Yeah. And Liz. Well, yeah. Yeah. They're blatantly. Even I forgot about how much I love that kid who uses the bell for comedic purposes. When I saw it a second time, I really like laughed at that well early before it happened. And oh, the one who doesn't say much. Yeah, the, the one who just dings the bell and goes, that was false at Flash. He's great. But yeah, so I mean, it might get better with it soon. I hope it does. Yeah. I feel so like if Captain they... Marvel comes out and she's just like, you know, the ant and antithesis of Wonder Woman, she's just like, oh, I can't believe a woman's doing this all the time. I'm going to yeah. be really fucking sad. I was going to say, now that we've had Wonder Woman, the pressure's on that a little bit, isn't it? Which is bad, in a way, because we shouldn't judge all lady movies it, to a yeah, higher but, standard than we can No, it's not just that. It's the fact that it's not helmed by a woman won't help this film. Mm, yeah. This whole, oh, we'll give a woman co-directing duties because we can't trust women is what yeah, it I mean, will seem like. You fucking should, though. Look at Wonder Woman. It's doing well, so just, well. Just, like... I don't know. Captain Marvel isn't a great character anymore in the books here, though, which doesn't help. Yeah, no, I'm wondering what sort of uh, angle they're going to come up with her, because, yeah, I like her as a sort of queen of Alpha Flight spacefaring person. I also quite like her when she's knocking around a lot with uh, Spider-Woman, having a bit yeah. of a... Because that's a good... I think that's quite a good female friendship representation thing in the Marvel comics. But then as soon as I did the whole Civil War thing and she became a massive Knut, like... They've not repaired her since. No, they haven't. Because they've they're, they're done the thing that they did with Cap in the first Civil War books of acting like they can't be wrong mm-hmm. ever and that Tony's just a prick. Yeah. Instead of actually going, well, there's both it, there's two issues. It was just, no, Cap's right, Cap's right, Cap's right, but a lot of people are dead. Yeah. In both circumstances. Yeah. It's just insane. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how Captain Marvel's going to fit in. I assume she will be involved with the Guardians at some point. You would think so, wouldn't you? That seems or like the least most sensible... someone from the Guardians. Space to put her, yeah. <laughs> space to put her. Uh-huh. She's got to be Cree, ain't she, or something? Well, I mean, I would hope so. But who knows? Who knows? I'm excited for that, though, because I do... I need more lady superheroes now that I've had Wonder Woman. Squirrel Girl's been cast in the new Warriors TV show. Yeah, I don't know who she is. <laughs> Milana Vaintrub. I don't know who that is. She's a former refugee from Soviet bloc. Has she been in the thing that I would ever have seen her in? She's in Final Girls, I think. Oh. Final Girls. That, horror, that parody horror film is quite yeah. good. She's like comedian and singer and stuff. I don't remember. Oh, well, that's good. Because Squirrel Girl should be funny. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel. You got the look. Um, anyway. <laughs> I'm hoping that they could come up with some form of Squirrel Girl Miss Marvel adventures in something. That would be good. Because they're both characters that I like. <laughs> they are both characters that I also like. I don't know how I feel about Champions. Are you reading Champions? I like Champions. I like yeah. all forms of Hulk at the I moment. Don't, see, I don't like this Hulk, this kid Hulky person, <laughs> whatever his name is. What's his name? Ian Hulk. <laughs> Ian 
Hulk. No, his name's not Ian Hulk. Help me out. What's he's the kid's the name? He's totally awesome Hulk. Yeah, what's his actual... What's his name? Tally Awesome Hulk. Amadeus Cho. There you go. Yeah, I don't like him very much. He seems like a cocky knobhead. Yeah, but it's the point. Yeah, Tony Stark's like a cocky knobhead and everyone loves him. Well... Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's true. But I don't like this cocky knobhead. I like the Hulk book. I'm not reading it. You should do. Tally Awesome Hulk's great. Hulk's great. Um, Is Hulk She-Hulk? Yep. Oh, I am reading that then. I like it. Because <laughs> I like her. Yeah, because Bruce Banner's dead. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Is he dead, though? Yeah. I read an issue of Secret Empire and, he, and, he, and I didn't I didn't say a word. Nothing else. you got Red Hulk as well. He's in... Um, oh, shit. What's that called? It's like one of those side Avengers books, isn't it? Oh. Oh, there's so many like, Avengers. I don't remember. You can Hulk up for like 40 minutes at a time or something weird. That's weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Why would there be a time limit on it? Well, no, it's what his pepper is. I didn't make I it. I don't like, Calm down. Jeez. Yeah. Women and stuff. We talked for too long. Well, it's or... not even been an hour yet. Really? Yeah, we've been terrible. Well, this isn't very... I apologise, people. Go I apologise to... It, do you know what? really good. Go and watch Dunkirk. I'm going to blame me for this because I've done too many special episodes in between yeah, my regular and episodes that you and used up all my material. <laughs> And you literally didn't do any prep for what you were going to talk about today. No, I didn't because I tried to, like I say, I tried to read a load of comics and then I wasn't that enamoured by basically any of them. <laughs> Although I discovered that I was wrong about Spider-Man Deadpool and it didn't finish at issue 18. Yeah, because you don't. It just was different writing. If you'd have paid attention to comics like I told you to earlier. Oh, I should pay. I oh, know. I oh, know. I love Deadpool. I've mentioned that before, right? Good work. Yeah. Um, Good yeah. show. I don't know what accent that was. Were you trying to do a Pops? I think I'll try the Pops okay. now. Regular show. <laughs> Regular show should come back. I wish it would. We talked about how Rick and Morty's back soon? No, I haven't, because I'm so excited, but I don't know, like, what are we... <sighs> what are we? Like, what's going to happen? Oh, it's so... <laughs> Is that your impression, Mr. Poopy Butthole? What? Is Rick going to get at this? Ooh-wee! Ooh-wee! Have you seen... You've seen the trailer, I assume? No. Have you not? I don't watch trailers for TV shows. I oh, know I'm going to watch anyway. Oh. It literally defeats the purpose. Oh, okay. Do you want me to talk about... Okay, but what's the point of a trailer for a TV show I'm going to watch anyway? Fun to see sneaky peeks. Well, I'd rather watch the show. And wet your whistle. That I am going to watch anyway. <laughs> but you don't want to wet your whistle. It's not... That's not no. <laughs> there looks like there's a lot more like very overt film references coming up. Like Jeff who lives at home and stuff like that. Like, there's definitely a Fury Road situation. Or what, Drinking Buddies? Is that referenced? Probably not. That's such a shit film, Rich. Fuck right off. Drinking Buddies is one of my favourite films of the past 10 years. It's really boring. It's not. It's great. What's Drinking Buddies, everyone? Don't bother. Buy that guy with a face. Buy the guy with a face. Yeah, I can't. Jake Johnson's easy in it. He's in it, yeah. And Ron Livingston's in it, and Olivia Wilde's in it, and Anna Kendrick's in it. And they drink and they're buddies. But are they buddies? Oh, oh are they drinking? Yeah. Jack Swanberg, he's one of my favourite filmmakers. What else has he done? Happy Christmas with uh, Mendelinsky and Anna oh, Kendrick. I wasn't on that and Digging for Fire with Jack Johnson and Anna Kendrick. And who was the one that was <sighs> the that had Aubrey Plaza? Who, who didn't in it? Oh, fuck's sake, Stace. Aubrey Plaza in a few things there. I know. Okay, it was a film. Where she like responds to an ad about adventuring. Well, a she doesn't. Or is what about safety not guaranteed? Yes. Where Jay John, there's a bloke advertising someone to go time travelling with him with Mark Duplass. That's the one. A that film's a bit cack. Oh. And it's by Colin Trevorrow, who again mm. makes nothing but cack films. Okay, I got that confused with the guy you're talking about because I don't really like his films either. Okay, <laughs> Colin Trevorrow made Jurassic World. 
Oh dear. And that film that came out recently, like The Book of Henry, which apparently people are saying is the worst film I've ever seen. And worse on, than Noah. And he's on to do like episode nine or whatever it is of Star Trek. Oh, really? I'm happy about this, yeah. Oh, no. What, how would you get that gig if all your films Because were Jurassic there? World made a fuck ton of money. Yeah, but that's only because everybody went, Dinosaur! No, but like, Empire were like, this is one of the best action films of all time. Like, really? Was, yeah. Did we see the same fucking I, film? In real life, I don't know anybody that could stand Jurassic World, much less like it. I fucking hated Jurassic World. I wouldn't go as far as far as to say I hated it, but I will say that the more I think about it as well, the less I like it. It's absolute bollocks. Like, when I first watched it, I thought, do you know what? There's some weird little plot threads like the divorce thing and None all sorts really of stuff. None of that really bothered me annoying. as much as it's a dull But I was like, but at least film. there's dinosaurs. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, none of this makes any fucking sense and it's all We've created boring. a super dinosaur. Why? If people still go to SeaWorld to see a whale, they're not going to get bored people of a fucking People still go to the zoo to look at a monkey scratch his bollocks and maybe <laughs> throw shit at you. Yeah. People go to the monkey forest in wherever the fuck near here, Trenton. the Midlands, and it's all—it's just like twelve of the one kind of monkey. Yeah, because it's a sanctuary it. for that monkey. Yeah, it's so crap, and people still go there. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't get people going. Oh, well, that you know the novelty. I still go to the pub, and I've saw beer before. You've definitely seen a lot of beers. It's just such before. a wank, and it's a shame because I like one of the cast members, Chris Pratt. No. Oh. You know what? Well, I'm not actually. I think Chris Pratt's very good. Really? Yeah. Uh, to be fair, though, name, I name love me not him. being the same character. I was going to say I love him in Guardians, but I, yeah, like in the first couple of series of Parks and Rec, before he turned into like the lovable idiot, he's really shit. He's very unlikable. Mm. And then I've not seen the whole film. I saw bits, but I've heard as well. Like in that Passengers, he's fucking terrible. And he comes across as a cunt. Just. Seems like a, such a mistake. Like and I haven't seen like, it, but everything I've heard about it makes me really not want to see it ever. And then yeah, in Jurassic World, I hated him as well. And there's an episode of Doughboys where Mike Mitchell said when he worked on Parks and Rec, he was really excited about the Baconator or something, yeah. and he mentioned it. And Chris Pratt was like, "Oh, whatever, dude," and like was really dismissive of him. And Adam oh. Scott was like, "Fuck, that sounds awesome." I was like, "See, Adam Scott's great. Rocking Chris Pratt, worst of the Chrises. <laughs> Evans is the best, just for Lucas Lee." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Chris Evans is the best, Chris. Yeah. And then, I think the second best is Hemsworth. Because I think oh, Pine like is hit point. and miss. He's hit and miss, though. I, the thing is, though, I, I only remember You're really him referencing from him from the Star Trek films. Star Trek like. and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I like him in both of those things mm-hmm. quite a lot. He's, but the Whereas, last Star Trek, I think, he's not as good in because he phones it in a bit. Uh, but he's also in a lot of like really shitty rom-coms, which doesn't help him. Oh, I haven't seen those. Whereas Hemsworth's got... You know, a couple of good credits under him, and he's really like funny. Hemsworth was great in Home and Away. (laughs) I can't believe that's where I recognised him from when we saw Star Trek. But Evans is the. I would say Evans isn't the best. He's beyond me. I don't think I've seen him in much outside of. He's the best thing in the Fantastic Four films. I'm not saying that's the greatest thing in the world, but he easily is. I forgot about the Fantastic Four. I, I realised the other day that I don't really care about the Fantastic Four. Nobody cares about the Fantastic Four. I just said Fantastic Four. I don't care about them either. <laughs> because they've been missing from like Nobody cares. for ages. Back in it, and though. yeah, I don't give a shit. Oh, are they? Does anyone give a shit? <laughs> Not really. Uh, that's a bit sad. Apparently Noah Hawley of Fargo fame is like writing a Doctor Doom film for Fox. I'm like, just let it die, Fox. Let it die. Yeah. Let it go back to Marvel. They don't need a Fantastic Four film, but put them in an Avengers somewhere. People yeah. go, oh, Reed Richards, he's all right. Make it be John Hamm, because I just want John Hamm in a Marvel Oh, film. that would be really good, actually, yeah. 
Like, but it's been old, fantastic for pretend they've always been around or some shit like that. Like, I don't need a Fox fucking Fantastic Four anymore. So, is this Fox Doom movie going to be the Doom that was in No, that'll that that never happen. Oh, oh. What about the Venom movie? That seems like a mistake. But the Black Cat and Silver Sable one, who gives a fuck about that? Is that that? even happening? Supposedly. Oh. Who is is in it? No one. They don't cast shit yet. Well, like the animated Miles Morales film I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, Sam was talking about that on the last episode. I didn't even know it was a thing, so I'm the worst. <laughs> you know, that'd be interesting. I don't read any Ultimate stuff, though. You know, there's no Ultimate stuff anymore. Marvel's well, not just anymore. in the actual... Yeah, no, I know that's that one day. of the best books as well, is Spider-Man. I don't think I read it. What? You didn't read the crossover with Spider-Gwen? Shit. I know what I did read, Spider-Man-wise. No, I didn't read the crossover But you've been reading Spider-Gwen? Yeah. So literally half the story you've missed when she goes, like, meets his dad and shit. <laughs> yeah. Stay seriously. <laughs> this is why you're confused at comics. Not because you forget stuff. You're literally not reading them. Yeah, no, that is bad, isn't it? Yes. I did. The thing is, though, the comics don't always make you aware of what's happening very easily. They do because they all, all Marvel ones say to be continued in and then tell you the. Fucking yeah, but book. is it like a massive thing or it's like at the tiny bottom. in the no, corner? No, it's just a, the logo at the bottom of the oh. story that you should be reading. Oh, maybe that's just me then. Do you know what I did read that was good? I've forgotten what it's called, but it's a new Spider-Man comic that Chip Zdarsky's doing a writing of. Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah. That's literally just come out. Why are you reading that when you're not caught up with other stuff that comes because out? Because I knew it was it. new, so I knew no. that I'd be fine because it wouldn't be related to anything. You don't know that, though. I was hoping. Well, I was right. <laughs> so far. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'll have caught up by when the next one comes no. out or something. <laughs> you take now. You literally come out this way. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let me talk about it. I thought it was really... Have you read it? No, because I'm a bit behind and I read stuff in order. Okay. Well, I love Chips Darsky. I think he's great. What I like about him is that he's very, very funny. But he's also very, very funny in a very Peter Parker-like sort of cheesy, almost dad joke kind of way. He literally makes dad jokes in Renew Your Vows. Are you reading Renew Your Vows? Yes. I like that. There you go. It's good. Well done. But yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Like, there's one joke that it, that I won't ruin the whole thing, but it sort of references the old, like, Spider-Man theme of spinning webs and stuff. And it made me, like, actually guffaw at my desk like a knob. <laughs> I went, yeah. I'm all about Spider-Man. I'm becoming a little bit obsessed. But you're not reading all Spider-Man books, which is weird. I'm reading a lot of them. I'm just not reading 2099 or whatever it is or was. Is it even finished? I don't know. It's crap. <sighs> And that other one. There's too many, too many Spider-Men's running around. <laughs> Not enough Spider-Men's. I want more Peter Parker stuff. No. I like Peter Parker a lot. I want, I want it to go back to late 90s Clown Saga stuff. That was great. Are you being a sarcastic? No, it was the best era of Spider-Man storytelling. And Onslaught should come back as well. I Fucking don't... best X-Men books ever, Onslaught. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I They're feel serious. Like... They're great. I don't know because Go I've back, never read, read them all. Read because clone, the original clones conspiracy. Everyone loves Ben Reilly. Don't give me more to read no, when you've no, just said onslaught. <laughs> Everyone loves onslaught. What a great idea onslaught was. Who's onslaught? Onslaught. What's an onslaught? Oh, I can't spoil it. It's such a great reveal. No, go on, spoil it. I don't no. give a shit. Is he like a terrible? It's the best storyline in X Men history. Being weird and explain yourself. <laughs> no, if you don't know what onslaught is, you've got to read it. Oh, man. I don't want to read extra things when I've got to catch up in a manner that I can actually read current things. It's what you do all the time anyway. You just get sidetracked by stuff. I do get sidetracked pretty easily. Like by something shiny or a bit of fan fiction. 
No one should ever read fan fiction. Some fan fiction is really good. I'll have no, it's not. It's what is fan fiction. If it was any good, it'd be real. It's like alternative medicine. You know what it's called? Alternative medicine. It doesn't fucking work. If it did, it'd be called medicine. Some of them are, if you no. skip through all the sexy parts. Sexy parts are weird. That's slash fiction, not fan fiction. Yeah, I know. But most fan fiction fan has fiction, at least a little bit of Fan wank is just nonsense. Don't read it. Get off it. Read real stuff. I am reading real stuff no, too. No, you're not. I'm reading some. I just told you, I read Pete Parker, Spider-Man, and it was good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I love Chip Starsky. I like looking at him prancing around in leggings on his Instagrams. Oh, He's so weird and delightful. <laughs> I think he was advertising. They released some leggings that look like, you know, in Sex Criminals, when no. they stop time and everything no. goes wishy-washy. I read Sex Criminals. Oh, you should. I should. It's really good. I not. He is. Oh. Well, there's when when they stop time with their sexy orgasms, everything goes all swishy, swishy, swirly. And so there's leggings that you can get in that style. And he was modelling them on his Instagram. And I enjoyed it. Both the book and the leggings. I'm None modeling. of those are the things that I care about. Okay. Shall I see how long we've been recording for and see if we can start? It's been an hour and 15 minutes. Is that long enough for an episode? I don't know. It's your episode. Waffle. I mean, we've talked a lot of shit. Have. So I think we should probably. We tired and damp. We watched Dunkirk. Yeah, I am tired. I'm less damp now because I'm in my pajamas. Because I decided that was a good idea. Well done. Yeah, I've had no so. dinner either, and it's now we had a twenty mi- to ten. We had a microwave pizza, and it didn't really hit the spot. I'm quite hungry. Like they are pretty shit. Yeah. On that note, go see Dunkirk. Yeah. Don't eat a microwave pizza. Read oh, comics in the if right you order. want a microwave pizza, don't tell. Let her tell you what to fucking do. <laughs> Be your own microwave pizza man, or lady, or, I don't know, alien. They can eat microwave pizzas. Yes. Richard. Stacey. Do you want to tell people where you are on the internet, should they wish to look at your um, music? normally like just looking at Facebook and stuff, or Twitter and things. You need to tell people oh, like, the twitting. That's where I am on the internet, that's where I am. <sighs> Sometimes we like pedant. wrestling news and thoughts. And I hate you. I mean, I love you, but I also hate you. Can can be found genuinely looking at my phone, wistfully. Or at the Cineworld. It's where we are quite a lot. We are at Cineworld quite a lot. Anyway, other cinemas do exist. Yeah, um, but they don't do Rich Nerd on Twitter, that's it. I can be found on Twitter at Stacey's Parlour. And you can do me an email, stacysparlour at gmail.com. Or you can join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group. I really questioned the way I pronounced Parlour then, but it was fine, wasn't it? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, Leave me a review on iTunes, because that'd be nice. I've got like 13 now. It's only took me five years. Well done. (laughs) You didn't ask for most of those years, though. No, that is true. In every podcast you listen to, it's like, fucking rate me on iTunes, you don't do that. No, I always felt bad asking, because I'm like, oh, I'm taking up so much of your time already, just with you listening to me. They've got nothing to do, they listen to your podcast. (laughs) Shout it, you tart. But I, yeah, I'm asking now, because apparently that's how you get people, other people, to find your podcast and be like, ooh, I'll listen to that. So do that for me, it would be lovely. I think that's it. Is that it? Is there anything else? No, and that's it. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.